2: Couture. Wrap yourself in the lap of luxury with our exquisite blankets. Picture the cozy moments, the warmth of our premium materials, and the stylish designs that define Mickey Couture.
1: Welcome the new year with the ultimate in comfort and sophistication. January is your month to embrace luxury. Visit MickeyCouture.com or your nearest store
2: today. Elevate your comfort, elevate your style with Mickey Couture.
1: absolute sports betting degeneracy hey
0: everybody arch here and it is saturday max what's going on hey hey hey
2: uh dj parlay hit yesterday guys <laughs> Woo-hoo! we did it we did it in in most spectacular fashion we did it thank you arch for taking the the reds i think we all saw a fucking balk off as <laughs> the way that the game was gonna end we all saw that coming right
0: uh, it was the reds playing so yeah <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, I, if it was the, if, if it was the pirates, I would say, yes, you know, the pirates are having that weird fucking season. Yeah. God damn. I, I, I can't recall the last time I saw that. Uh, I mean, I know I have seen it before. It's very rare, but a fucking block off Panther, a block off,
3: you know, it's a very rare thing to happen, but I beat up on umpires a lot and you know, I've never, I've, I've umpired like slow pitch softball, but I gotta be honest. When I'm watching a baseball game, Watching a pitcher for a block is the furthest thing from my mind. So these umpires that catch these balks, I mean, kudos to you. I'm not really sure how I feel about the rule. I guess I get it if you're you know, trying to pick off a runner or something. But, um, yeah, what, what an unfortunate way to end the game for the Rays. Um, but congrats to Arch. We saw the value in that play. I didn't have the kahunas to bet it. You did. So good job. And the parlay hit
0: yeah box are such a weird thing and it's 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 a judgment call too like i mean the, the pitcher for the Rays just moved his glove a little bit was he right you know before he before he actually started his motion but the umpire said you started your motion so that's a balk. it's god damn is that a tough tough thing to call
3: i don't think i'd call that usually for me it's got it's got to be the foot right the foot right. the foot did not go to or went to home plate and then you threw to the base is the one that i that i'm always that's seeing yeah. for, for the balk, but uh that that's the whole thing like a lot of these pitchers operating out of the stretch you know you go back to the, the old days it was very clear there's a windup there was a stretch and now you've got these guys that just do this hybrid of stuff that's it's very muddy on on what they're doing
0: and, and how you call it Right. Johnny Cueto lives there.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I was about to say, there's some janky motions out there, right? I mean, there's just some in in general, like some pitchers just have weird fucking motions that should probably be called a buck every single time. And, And to me, I would only call a buck if I believe that there's intent, right? You know, intent to fool the runner, not just like slight fucking movement of your goddamn glove you know mm-hmm. uh, and and maybe if you see a pitcher doing it multiple times during a game you give a warning saying hey listen you're 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 close here i did not think that was a balk last night but uh you know again baseball rules are are written by lawyers and you know i, I don't quite <laughs> understand the intricacies of what's a balk what's a strike what's anything anymore um so Congrats, congrats to DJ Parlay hit. And, uh, you know, the sports books didn't yell about it. They didn't say that, you know, well, we're, we're, we're not counting this because it was a fucking balk off. So, no, no. All right. Well, uh, you, you guys want to uh, squeeze in some more NFL talk? It seems, uh, <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> it seems like we shoehorned in quite a lot of NFL talk yesterday, but I found a nice article uh, that I think is going to have a little disagreement over at CBS Sports. It says every NFL team's most likely future Hall of Famer. So they've gone through every single team and a player that's on the team. Now this player could just have joined the team, right? Uh, or this player could be only like a rookie or their second year so they're going through it. Um off the bat, I mean you can go read through the list and there's a couple of players on here that that we'll try to talk about, you know. In the pre-show I went through the list and I was like, "Okay, there's a certain certain amount, maybe 3 or 4 that I really feel are locks." I definitely put in Tom Brady, definitely put in Aaron Rodgers, definitely put in Aaron Donald, and then I started getting into that next tier of is Von Miller one, is JJ Watt one, uh, because they have them as yeses on here. Uh, Panther, you you can kind of convince me for JJ Watt. I'm in agreement that I think JJ Watt should be there. Von Miller probably should be there too. Looking at his, I I pulled up his career stats. Von Miller should definitely be in there. And then uh, another one that's a no right now that I kind of argue should be a yes would be Justin Tucker, the kicker for the Baltimore Ravens. Because if you're going to put a kicker into the Hall of Fame, I would put him in career-wise, you know, one of the top kickers of all time. And I think he's got the longest kick ever, right? A 63-yard field goal or some shit like that.
3: It was like 68 yards or something
2: like that. 66. Yeah. So, I mean, that alone deserves a spot in the hall of fame. <laughs> so, uh, Panther, what, what, what are your thoughts? I, I, I know you love the hall of fame and I know you feel that everyone deserves a trophy and everyone deserves to be in the hall of fame just for showing up.
3: I would probably go to the hall of fame and just start taking busts down for people that shouldn't be there. <laughs> I'd, the, the hall of fame should be the greatest of the great. I know we don't like to give a lot of, uh, credence or credit to other, um, necessarily podcasters or people that do their own show, but back in the day, I've been driving a long time. I used to, I listened to Colin Cowherd religiously. And one of the things he said that I agreed with was when it comes to the Hall of Fame, were you great and were you great long enough? And and I kind of got behind that. I, I think I can go, I can get get there. Um and another one of the things I like is can you tell the story of the sport with or without that player? Now Justin Tucker, listen, I think kickers are kind of a you don't get a lot of kickers in the hall of fame but Justin Tucker has been one of the most clutch kickers in the NFL his make rate is is super high he's got that he's got a mammoth leg so Justin Tucker if he was done right now I think I probably would put him in but one of the guys we were talking pre-show when I went through this list yesterday and was glancing through it um Matt Ryan Matt Ryan is is a stat stuffer Matt Ryan has played a long time. I don't think we realize how long Matt Ryan has been in the league, and he he's a better than average, but not elite quarterback. I put him like in the Philip Rivers category. Right? He has no Super Bowl to show for it. He has I don't believe he has any MVPs. Uh, Matt Ryan to me is not a guy
0: I would put in the Hall of Fame. I I agree. I don't. He does not belong. Matt, Matt Ryan does not belong. Do they say yes on this? Yes, yeah, they, they do. A lot. Lost. Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. Oh,
0: that's no, no. But I mean, you yeah, know, they do like to put quarterbacks in. I mean, why is Kenny Stabler in the fucking Hall of Fame? <laughs> Come on. Looking back when they put him in, you know, a 2,000 yard season was a big deal. Right. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 Matt Ryan doesn't belong. He's average. He's an average quarterback. He, I,
2: and to and Panther, though, to clarify, he did win MVP once. Did he really? Yeah. 2016. Oh, yeah. Look he, at he, that. He won MVP. Here
3: uh, they they lost the Super uh, Bowl in spectacular fashion.
2: He's he, I mean he's got he's got gaudy numbers, right? I mean if you, you stack him up against any of these other guys that are currently in the Hall of Fame, you'd say oh well by the numbers he should be in there. But if you put him against his peers, I agree he's he's not a Hall of Famer. I mean let, let's just say like Matt Matt Ryan played in the era of Tom Brady, Baton Manning, right? Uh, oh, you threw Ben Roethlisberger in there, you know these guys, and you know, yeah, his his stats are are impressive in this era, but I'm not going to put him in with you know Brady, Manning, Rogers, and the, yeah, I'm not going to do that. It's it's a far cry, and um, I, I agree. I I don't think Matt Ryan's a lock for he'll probably. I mean, you know what? Uh, yes, I I say he is a lock because the fucking Hall of Fame's a sham, but I don't think he should be in the Hall of Fame. Is my point.
3: Now, let's see if I can stir the pot a little bit more here. I think I think we might get some disagreement on this other one that I, I kind of took exception to. And we're using the word lock, but um, Russell Wilson. Oh,
2: God, yes. Oh, my God, I forgot about that one. Russell Wilson ha- has been a spectacular Denver. Denver, by the way, Arch. I know you were yeah, going, going to you're, Seattle. I'll you're try, trying, I'm starting I to go down, but I had to go back up. Down the S. Yeah. Yeah.
3: But to go through Russell Wilson's career – and it's been a it's been a fine career. It's been a great career. Even got himself a trophy's wife. But to sit there and say, oh, there's Russell Wilson, check mark. Yeah, he's in. I'm not there. I'm I'm not there. I he's close. If he could maybe put together another spectacular season, especially in Denver, I, then I maybe have
0: to give him the nod. But right now, I don't think I put Russell Wilson in either. Why do you say it like that? Like being playing in Denver's a handicap. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Well, i mean i that that probably
2: probably put the fucking cherry on the top of peyton manning's uh you know uh, hall of fame career right like winning w- winning right. one being a fucking cripple down in fucking denver right I mean, it you doesn't
0: know? matter that you couldn't tell if he threw the ball or kicked the ball towards the receiver <laughs> who, knows,
2: who knows what he was doing out there i think it was like uh, a paper fucking flick football at, at some point so right. just gonna you know whatever just rolling the ball he's like bowling he's just fucking rolling the ball down the field and someone catching it um yeah, I I I I don't like uh, Russell Wilson as as a Hall of Fame lock. Uh, another one, another guy that I feel is overrated. I, I mean, I would say he's he's overrated. I think you know they had that early success when Russell Wilson was on that rookie deal. I'm going to hammer that all the time is when he was on that rookie deal because they could pay to have this fucking elite team around him, <laughs> you know, and a team that made him so much better. And and, and we we fail to uh, recognize that he also had. Uh, at the time, the most unstoppable running back mm. in the NFL. I, I mean, guys, if if you're younger and you've never seen the footage of Marshawn Lynch just fucking tossing kids aside and saying "Get off me, child's play," you fucking download those videos on YouTube because it, it like that guy was goddamn unstoppable. And you exactly. give him the ball at the one yard line, guess what? Russell Wilson has a second Super Bowl, and then he probably is a lock for. The-
3: and, and Tom oh, Brady man. only has six. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, I agree with you 100%. I don't, I don't know that Russ belongs there. But, yeah, if he wins a Super Bowl with the uh, Broncos, yeah, then it becomes a different story. I don't even know if he has to win the Super
3: Bowl. But if he, he takes this Broncos team, I'm not knocking the Broncos, just this Broncos. <laughs> he takes this Broncos team to, say, an 11-6 and, and maybe picks up a wild card victory or something, I'm going to have to give him credit because there's not a lot to work with on this
0: Broncos team. That's a lot of context, and context doesn't usually belong in the NFL Hall of Fame.
3: <laughs> right, but I think when you, when you start looking, Matt Ryan, for example, you have to take context. You have to start looking at the stats and the, the number of years he played because when you say Matt Ryan, it, does, it doesn't register. But when you go start looking at his numbers, you find out he's top five passing yards and top ten touchdowns. You're like, holy shit well maybe he
0: is but then you say matt ryan like nah he's not yeah right well apologies to frank gore you know it's just uh showing up and just lasting a long time and doing okay each season you know i don't know if that's precisely
2: Yeah. yeah i you know and honestly because the fact that the way the nfl changed the rules i i take statistics for quarterbacks a little you know with a grain of salt like when marino was doing this shit i was fucking impressed you know, and Marino has no titles to, to, you know, speak of. And then Russell Wilson does. And then, you know, I don't care. You know, I think, I think the era of football that Marino played in to put up those types of statistics year in and year out. You know, he's, he's not going to have a, you know a match with, with fucking Ryan, Matt Ryan. Are you going to say that Matt Ryan's a better quarterback than Dan Marino? Are, are, is that the argument that we got to make now? Because that's just fucking stupid.
3: And then and Dan Reno played back when the NFL actually allowed you to play defense. And and hit the quarterback.
2: (laughs) Hit the the receivers.
3: Hit
0: anyone. Oh, Oh, Peyton. Peyton, we're still suffering from your crying. So
2: and and, and Tom hurting his knee that one year, by the way. You know, thank you. Thank you, NFL. When Tom when Tom hurt his knee that one year, it's like, oh well. Can't touch the the quarterback. And the Chiefs took
3: him out in like week one.
2: Oh, well, the Chiefs ended up paying for that, by the way. The Chiefs, the Chiefs, Chiefs got their comeuppance on that.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, they turn around and they turn around and took Matt Castle from. Yeah, the- exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: Let's take a breather. Let's take a breather. Let us talk about the book club, because Panther. I'm going to give this read kind of to you. You got a couple of uh,
3: welcomes to make. I do got a couple of welcomes, you know, that's where we hang out, where we shoot the shit. And, and there's so much that goes on in there. And we're, it seems like every week, almost every other day, we're picking up somebody new. Because I took the 4th of July off and have that weekend off, we missed miss somebody. So Fleet of Ducks, we did not give you a proper welcome. And last night, can you read? Late last night, way past my bedtime. Can you read? jumped in so got to welcome these guys to the book club i'm sitting here talking to you guys on the podcast and seeing these guys are in here shooting the shit in the book club right now there's banter and stuff going on so it it literally is 24 7 if any you guys listening to the show we thank you so much but if you want to get in with other dgens with fellow dgens and talk sports talk supermodels talk i mean there's oh my god everything is in there sometimes Stuff that we just can't really talk about because we might get some kind of ban or something. Uh, Everything is in there. You guys need to join the book club and uh, shoot the shit with us because that is where we hang out. Max, give him the tagline, man.
2: Well, first off, the way that you do that is go to our Patreon. The link is in our description. It is $25 a month or you can go to thedgens.net and sign up directly there and that will help you to book it. Over to the book club. Guess who's
1: back? Back again. up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DGENS to secure your limited time welcome bonus today.
0: All right, baseball. What are we doing?
1: Baseball. Uh, I'm
2: betting them all. Like, oh. this, this slate today was so fucking bettable that I was, you know, I'm taking Arch's uh, advice, and I'm just going to bet them all. So just, just settle in. Uh, I'm going to go right down the board from top to bottom and just bet them all. Ready? Tigers ready? Tigers are going to sweep, right? You guys ready? Uh, actually, scroll down. I'm only on two games and they're probably the last two games on the board. Let's talk San Francisco, San Diego to start off with here. Uh, Padres i have won the first two games in the series and actually are six and two against the Giants this season. Going to put one you Darvish on the mound today. If you download, listen to every single episode, you would know my feelings about one Hugh Darvish. In, in fact, uh, this, the version of U Darvish that we've seen over the last couple of games, you know, the, the U Garbage that I've talked about, uh, uh, he's, uh, you know, he's, he's probably going to show up again today. Uh, listen, you, know, you look at U Darvish and you're saying, "His statistically, he's like, man, this guy's having a good year. But isn't that the maddening nature of this fucking guy? From game to game, he can go from Greg Maddox to fucking Jose Lima. side note here jose lima did have a one good season with the astros he was 21 and 10 with a 3.58 era i believe he was fourth in cy young voting that year and not to speak ill of the dead though rest in peace jose lima but both arch and i can tell you how awful this guy was over the course of his career his last two seasons royals and mets 5 and 20 combined record, 36 starts, ERA over eight.
0: And those five wins came with the Royals.
2: All five came with the Royals. You can pitch the Royals right now. (laughs) You probably could. Uh, But when I look at Darvish at times, it actually reminds me of Jose Lima. That, they, that's, that's what's scary is, is as good as this guy can be. He can be as equally as bad for the Giants. They're going to put their ace. Carlos Rodon on the mound, uh, arguably coming off his worst start of the season. I expect him to bounce back. I expect the Giants to fucking get a win in this series and probably going to be today. So $10 bet on San Francisco.
3: I gave this game a really good look. I think the line uh, even is dead on. I, Carlos were against you Darvish. You fully expect to get the A game from these two pitchers in a spirited rivalry in the NL West, um, San Francisco, they've got some work to do, right? They're like uh, eight games behind the Padres. They've got some work to do. They went on that little losing streak, dug themselves a bit of a hole. Uh, I like the Giants, but the way they're playing right now, their offense has been so bad. I didn't like them enough to bet them. Uh, so a lean on the Giants real quick. It is almost like you you love, your love for Darvish is almost like he wears a, a Packers uniform or he's from Canada or something, Max. Maybe make a shirt with a Green Bay logo and Darvish's name on it.
0: That'll sell well, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm leading the Giants here. Uh, I'm really close to betting them, but not quite. This might be something we talk about in the book club.
2: All right. Uh, next and last one up for me. Let's talk Toronto and Seattle. Uh, don't look now, guys. Don't look now. Mariners have won six games in a row. Mariners above 500, second place in the AL West, 9-1 over their last 10 games. And guess what? For the first time in a long time, Arch, could you say that they're an unlucky team? Yes, they are. Very unlucky. Uh, On the verge of winning their third straight game over the Blue Jays, unless uh, one Alec Manoa has something to say about it. Of course, Manoa is 9-3 this year, 2.33 ERA, coming off of a pretty rough start. It's going to need to be on top of his game because you know who is pitching really well as of late. I don't know if he's on your fantasy team one, Robbie Ray previous Cy Young award winner has been on a roll. The last five starts just been unfucking hittable uh, Toronto just underperforming at the moment. Uh, they've lost four of their last five games. They had bad losses to the fucking A's 20 and 22 on the road. And that's been a consistent theme all season for this blue Jays team. They just cannot play on the road now. As well as Seattle's playing, as bad as Toronto's playing, I just cannot see them getting swept by the Mariners in a four-game series. So I'm going to bank on Manoa and the Blue Jays to get it done today. And if I am wrong, there's always tomorrow. $10 bet on the Blue Jays.
3: (laughs) Oh, my gosh. This one's so hard. You know, we talked about Toronto preseason. All three of us loved the Blue Jays, right? They're going to give the Yankees and and the Boston and Tampa a run for their money, and, and they've just faltered. And that faltering is all around their offense. They've lost four of their last five. And that one win, they only mustered two runs. They've scored two, three, two, three, and one in their last five games. So it's not been the pitching as much as it's been that offense. Now they have a chance here because Robbie Ray, as good as he's been pitching, he's a fastball pitcher. He's a strikeout pitcher. And these are the kind of guys that, uh, that Vlad and crew can get to. Um, So I, I think the Blue Jays have a chance here, but the way they've been playing, I just couldn't pull the trigger. I'll lean Toronto.
0: Yeah, I'm going to lean Toronto in on this one as well. What we really meant was that Toronto's going to give Seattle a run for their money as far as who's going to have the better record instead of right. the Yankees. They're,
3: they're what, two games behind. Yeah, right. yeah.
0: So <laughs> Blue Jays, Mariners, yeah, what what a race. Uh, yeah, but just to lean on the Blue Jays.
2: All right, guys, that is it for me.
0: Oh, so much for betting them all. You didn't
3: even touch any of the games that I'm on. and I'm on four. So let's blast through them real quick. We're going to look at the Phillies and the Cardinals. I think we've been making some money on this series. Uh, I know I hit the Phillies yesterday and we're looking at a, a decent pitching matchup. Kyle Gibson, uh, 4-9-1, Four one he's been a little roughed up as of late, but he's been pretty solid throughout the year. Dakota Hudson, kind of a tough luck pitcher. He's been at a 4-2-9 ERA. He's taken five losses. I, I think the pitching matchup, again, kind of like yesterday, is a little even. So when you have an even pitching matchup, you got to go straight to the offense. The Phillies' offense is just that much better than the Cardinals'. I mean, I don't hate the Cardinals, but you look at what the 0 three zero one three In their last five games they're not putting it together i think the value here is on the phillies so ten dollars on the fighting and fills.
2: yeah uh moral support i'll start off by saying about um two hours ago when i ran through these numbers i like the phillies uh looking at it now um I guess I still like the Phillies, but uh, I want to see what's going to happen with this line. Because right now, there's single-digit money on Philadelphia. So the overwhelming majority of them, uh, the public is split 50-50. Uh, majority of the money is hitting the Cardinals. I need to see what's going to happen on that line, because right now, it hasn't done anything. It's been kind of locked in. Uh, I, I had this at minus you know minus 118. Maybe it's even gotten better a little bit. So.
0: Uh, a little freaked out here yeah Uh, lean on the Phillies I like the Phillies today with the plus one or two I agree I think they have more than a 50% chance to win today so I'm with you Panther I'm gonna put 13 bucks on the Phillies as well I like it now we're gonna talk about your team Kansas
3: City Royals are hosting the Cleveland Guardians Guardians are slipping away they're fighting fading fast and again it centers around their offense they're having trouble scoring runs but they're going against Jonathan Heasley, 4.76 ERA, just one in four on the season for the Royals. Cleveland will counter with Tristan McK- McKenzie. This has been, a, a, it's kind of a Jekyll and Hyde with him, right? He's got a 371 ERA, which is very respectable, an incredibly great whip, 0.98 whip. But he's five and six. He's taken some losses and he's had trouble keeping the ball in the yard, giving up 16 bombs on the season, something that Kansas City is not exactly known for, hitting a lot of long balls. I think McKenzie can help the Guardians right the ship here at minus 130. It's a eh, little chalky, but it's Kansas City. So, give me $10 on the Guardians. I, I
2: hate to disagree with you, but I think the value might be on Kansas City here. The uh, Guardians not a good road team at all. And if you're telling me that the the, the Pitching matchup, kind of a wash here. Offensively, the Royals, I, I remember how well the Guardians started off in the beginning of the season offensively. And now you're looking at it now, the Royals I have better. The Royals. <laughs> but, but, uh, but now the, the Royals have better offensive numbers than the Guardians. As hot as the Guardians were earlier in the season, they've just been awful. They have lately. So uh, I think the value at home plus line, I, you know, uh, I, I would bet the Royals, but they won yesterday. So uh, yeah, I don't know if lightning can strike twice. I'll lean on Kansas City.
0: Yeah, I'm going to lean Kansas City in this one too. Uh, <laughs> not quite enough confidence to bet them. Can't believe they won on a walk-off last night. Uh, good for them. Uh, but yeah, just a lean on the Royals.
3: All right. Next game up for me, my favorite team to bet on. I think I make money almost every time I bet on them, and that is the Bronx Bombers. They're still in Beantown, going to lay the wood on the Red Sox again. Not one of their aces, Jordan Montgomery, but goddamn, 3-2 and with a 3.19 ERA, 72 Ks. The guy's been pitching really well as a fill-in. Cutter Crawford pitching for Boston. I honestly don't know very much about this guy. He's got 25 innings pitched, a 5.04 ERA, struggles with his whip. He's had 13 walks in his 25 innings pitched. Those aren't great numbers, particularly when you're going against a lineup like the Yankees. And offensively, these are just two teams going two different directions. The Yankees have put up, let's do the math here real quick, 18 and 16, 34 runs in the last three games. I think they're hitting on all cylinders. The Red Sox, not only are they not scoring, but their pitching's been pretty abysmal too. They've given up 12, 6, 7, 8 in their last four games, All lost all four of those. Minus 160, that's just a ton of value on the Yankees. I'm not going to run line this one. I got greedy yesterday. I hit it. I'll just take the, run line, or the money line here on the Yankees. $10 on the Bombers.
2: Yeah, moral support, but now to throw some shade at you. Uh, way to win money on a team that wins 73% of the time. Isn't that what you're supposed to do? No, it actually is. I, I, I'd like to run through it. I, I wonder if you if you just bet flat bet ten dollars on the Yankees on every single game, you winning seventy three percent of the time. Uh, I'm assuming you're up on the season, no matter even if you get getting some of those minus three hundred lines, and you're not. You're getting a minus one sixty today, so I think there's an incredible value on the Yankees. Not 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 a game for me though. Just a lean on New York
0: yeah i'm leaning new york here as well um i think this is another play that i'll end up betting later on today (laughs) Uh, one more
3: game for me last game up the cubbies are in la you know the cubs have lost the first two to the dodgers but they've been respectable they took them to 10 innings yesterday end up losing that one four to three another home team Um, won an extra innings what a shock i know right How's that? How's that work? So I'm like the the rules are skewed that way, uh, but the Dodgers will put Clayton Kershaw on the mound. It's not too late in the season. His arm hasn't fallen off. He's only thrown 56 innings, so I expect a typical Kershaw performance going against Marcus Stroman, who's not been who the Cubs think they bought. I mean, Stroman's historically been a pretty decent pitcher. He was good for the Blue Jays. He was good for the Mets. He was good for the Mariners. He's not been very good for the Cubbies. I think the Dodgers can take care of business, but to take care of business, I need to run line this to get some value. So give me $10 on the run line on the Dodgers.
2: Yeah. The Stroman factor is, is definitely uh, one of the reasons that that I'm going to lean the Dodgers with you here. Um, Yeah. Just, just, not having a very good season and i think you know he started having that downfall last year and i think that was one of the indicators that the mets said hey we're not going to pay this guy money we there's other pitchers out there that we can overpay uh like chris (laughs) Bassett." so um i i think the dodgers should win this one it's way too chalky for me and i'm not going to run line it so just a lean on la yeah
0: leaning the dodgers here as well a little too much chalk but i just don't see much value on the cubs here at all so you'll probably cash that will do it for me all right we got a couple more here i want to look at scrolling up I'm not managing these frames to get.
2: Uh, They've got weird frames over there, by the the way. It's kind of like, you know, no matter how you scroll, like, you lose, like, all the books at the top and stuff like that. And and plus, I
0: have to zoom in so people can see it at home. I don't usually have it. You know, this is something Panther would do is make the font really big so he could read it. Yeah, exactly. When you're old, you know, (laughs) you kind of need that. Yeah, exactly. Uh Tigers, White Sox. I'm doing it again. I don't give a shit. <laughs> give me the Tigers again. What else needs to be said? They're playing the White Sox. The White Sox are in free fall. What are they? What are the White Sox here? They're like Yeah, they're 9 nine eleven their last ten or twenty and yeah, they're just not very good. Uh, gimme the Tigers. Why not? Plus one forty five, right? Forty eight.
2: Yeah, uh, I think you're right. And looking at this line movement, it's down to 143, 144. Some books uh, mm. open at 150. Uh, the money is hammering uh, the Tigers right now. The public is on the White Sox. So I think you're in a good spot here. Uh, lean on Detroit. You
3: know, we of called this when the series started. If Detroit were to sweep this series, LaRusso's got to be gone, right? Like he has to be gone. I don't know how you put it on LaRue. So these guys, they're just not performing. Johnny Cueto has performed, but the offense has been so bad that he's still only got a two and four record. I think this is the opportunity for the White Sox to win, but there's no value. At minus 170, there's just no value on the White Sox
0: at all. So I will lean the Detroit Tigers. Yeah, who are the White Sox minus 165 against? Is there any team? Minus 165, really? No. Oakland, Washington, maybe? That's a stretch. Yeah,
2: Yeah. Oakland or Washington, maybe. Maybe, yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: All right, one last game for me. We are looking at the Baltimore Orioles Ah. plus 108. (laughs) Because it's the same story here, right? I mean, the Angels just find new and inventive ways just to lose every single game. 13 bucks on the Orioles. Uh,
2: ding, ding, ding. Um, tons of moral support here. You know, I've, I've hit on this series, so I've already kind of uh, cashed out already. But I like the Orioles here. So, yeah, big time moral support. I hope to, I have to always sweep them. I really do. Lean <laughs> on the Orioles.
3: Aren't the Angels like on their fourth manager right now? Um yeah, got, I don't know what the hell's going on. Just put on.
2: Shohei out there to manage. Why not? He's, he's hitting, he's pitching. Just fucking have him managing the team. Why not? I,
3: saw, I saw this stat when they were taking on the Marlins just for that two-game series. The Marlins averaged 7,000 um, for, their, for their games at home. But the day that Shohei pitched, uh, they had over 17,000 showed up on a Wednesday to, to watch Otani pitch. The guy is an absolute difference maker. Yesterday, Trout and Otani, both homer. They're responsible for all four RBI. They cannot get any help. There's no, basically, Trout and Otani should just alternate in the lineup, right? But one bat, you know, even and the other bat odd or something. They, they're not getting any help from their support. So I don't know how you can bank on this Angels team at all. They're not pitching that great. The hitting's been atrocious. Them with a minus line, I,
0: I don't see it. So yeah, I lean on the Orioles. Right. That's all I had today. We have a couple comments. Big Daddy Parlay says, when did we get three hosts? Since before the pandemic, I listened. I even got to interact. Who is this sex panther? I thought he was the money line, Don.
2: Well, I mean, before the pandemic, there's actually four. I don't remember that
3: talking about what you're talking about (laughs) like the pandemic we try
0: to run we try to try not to refresh those days yeah ken brown says r.i.p paulie walnuts oh yeah Yeah, that's
2: too bad bummer bummer we lost and we lost another uh you know uh legend uh of course uh you know a true legend as well uh, james con the other day uh didn't mention that on the show um you know from elf
3: elf's dad
2: yeah from elf james (sighs) con (sighs) right
0: <laughs> also bad, appreciate, right? yeah. Yeah. Big Daddy says, also appreciate the shout out for the comeback. Yeah, I mean
3: that was a week ago or so, but yeah, it's not the same without you, Big
0: Daddy. Yankees, Stros, Mets, Braves, Brew Crew, Dodgers parlay. Wow. All right. Okay.
2: Well, it's funny too. Is so you talking about talking about old school guys? You know, Big Daddy's been listening for a while. Uh, of course, Lord uh, has been listening for a while. Uh, you know who messaged me on Discord was uh, old school Kyle. Old Not school new Kyle. Kyle. Old school Kyle Old school Kyle was asking me about gin recommendations.: Oh. So uh, if you want some uh, gin recommendations, uh, St. George Terrar gin, if it, around the Christmas time, it is made with uh, fir trees, so it kind of has like a, a little Christmassy kind of feel to it. Uh, Monkey 47. It's a nice dry gin out of Germany. I uh, got the uh, the botanist, just a you know traditional uh, UK gym, gin. Gin, uh, it's a good one. And uh, yeah, Hendrix is my go-to, is my standard. So if if, if you're um, deciding to get into gin for the first time in your life, you've made a wise uh, life decision.
3: Maybe you should send a copy of this podcast to those uh, aforementioned gins and see if we can pick up a sponsorship.
2: I would, maybe we should listen. I would I would <laughs> sponsor the shit out of gin. And unfortunately, for you guys, if if I'm drinking on the show, then it would you know kind of. Uh,
0: Deteriorate fast. He starts off with that gin, then he turns to seagrams after a few drinks. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then it's just beef eater. It's pure fucking beef eater after I, that. I'm not t- gonna <laughs> talk shit.
0: I think beef eater quality to price is probably one of the best gins I, out I, there.
2: I don't disagree. Honestly, quality to price, beef eater. Uh, beef eater gets a job done. Yeah. It's
3: the yeti of yeti of microphones and <laughs> <for> gin, right?
0: <laughs> All right. So let's put a pin in this. Panther's got to go back to his yard sale. The sex kitten is selling everything he owns in a yard sale right now. So Dude, we got to get, get away for a dollar or $2. I got to get out there and save some because money. it's a scheme just to get rid of your stuff. Max. That's it. That is
2: it. Panther. Watch out for your dirty undies. <laughs> download the decent app for Android iOS. Less than anything but our picture your picks. Anyone's picks over on Twitter at betting. Absolute. No matter where you listen to please. high as written. Comment, subscribe, download, and listen to every single So Panther,
3: take us home. Give me a
2: pick. Okay.
0: Uh, uh, Blue Jays. Arch. Orioles. Show me your O-face.
2: Uh, take the Yankees. Take the Yankees and all AL East. Come on.
0: Oh, I was going to take the Phillies.
3: Screw it. No, no, I'll take, I'll take the Yankees. Phillies is going to give us more value. All, all AL East. We're taking the AL East. Toronto, Baltimore, Yankees. Uh Guys, if you guys go to yard sales and buy used underwear, do not join the discord that's you're just not our people we don't, No, no, we don't buy used underwear what the fuck but you Max buy un- unlabeled Let's-
0: vhs tapes at every yard sale you find just because yes. why not <laughs> yeah.
3: you might be I'm able to blackmail somebody later but hey we're hanging out on facebook or on twitter but it is the discord guys like for five gallons of gasoline you can get in the book club and shoot the shit with us call us out by name and we will holler right back. We have so much fun in there. Let us know what you did yesterday, what you're going to do today. And when it's all said and done, fit us all make some
1: money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents.